back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. September 30th, 2021. Here's why next week's FCC auction could top $30 billion. Next week, the FCC is kicking off another Spectrum auction. This one hasn't attracted as much attention as the $80 billion C-band auction, but it could enable AT&T and Verizon to continue to close the Spectrum gap with T-Mobile. We expect all four national wireless operators to actively participate, driving bids over $30 billion. We discuss the incentives for the bidders that could drive even higher bids and the implications for tower companies. Deeper Spectrum improves performance. Deploying more Spectrum depth is like adding more lanes on a highway. It increases capacity and enables faster speeds. The promise of 5G technology was rooted in the use of more Spectrum. Unfortunately, that didn't stop operators from using the 5G brand on thin Spectrum deployments. The result has been deservedly lukewarm reception. But more Spectrum is on the way from the FCC, and operators can't seem to get enough of it. T-Mobile has the deepest Spectrum position. T-Mobile's acquisition of Sprint provided it with a massive Spectrum advantage over its peers. The resulting 312 megahertz of average Spectrum depth at new T-Mobile was more than two and a half times Verizon and 70% larger than AT&T at the time of closing. Spectrum screens used to exist to restrict concentration of a public asset. However, regulators approved the Sprint deal requiring only 14 megahertz of Spectrum divestitures. The FCC also did not restrict T-Mobile's participation in subsequent FCC Spectrum auctions. What the FCC did do, however, is auction 350 megahertz of licensed spectrum, which enables T-Mobile's competitors to close their spectrum gap with T-Mobile. T-Mobile's spectrum advantage is closing. T-Mobile's 127 megahertz spectrum depth lead over its closest competitor shrunk to 45 megahertz following two FCC spectrum auctions. In fact, Verizon can effectively eliminate this spectrum deficit altogether by integrating up to 80 MHz of general access CBRS spectrum into its network. The FCC auction that begins next week is another way to close that gap. FCC to auction another 100 MHz of upper midband. On October 5th, the FCC will commence an auction of 100 MHz of spectrum. It is located just below CBRS. There is a 40 MHz cap on the depth of spectrum a bidder can win in any market. For context, 40 MHz would increase Verizon's spectrum depth by 13%, while the C-band auction more than doubled Verizon's spectrum depth at the time. How does this spectrum compare to C-band? This new spectrum and C-band were both included in iPhones starting last year, as part of the same 3G PPP Band 77. So, the device ecosystem is equivalent. The new spectrum is below CBRS and C-band, providing it with superior propagation characteristics for better coverage outdoors and into buildings. Operators will likely be able to deploy the new spectrum sooner than most of the C-band due to the multi-year clearing process of satellite operators. The new spectrum will require coordination in a few markets with federal incumbents who will continue to operate on that spectrum. A $30 billion plus auction. Our auction math is basic. We assume a dollar per megahertz pop. This is a slight discount to the $1.10 paid for C-band, when including clearing costs. It's also a premium to the CBRS auction. It's a steep discount to the most recent auction of mid-band spectrum. 
Canadian operators spent $1.85 per megahertz pops for 140 megahertz of C-band spectrum depth in each market. Our $1 megahertz per pop assumption results in total bids of $31 billion. We believe it's unlikely that bidding would fall below $0.80 per megahertz pop, but think there is a reasonable chance that bids top $1.30, which would result in a $40 billion auction. The Breakdown We expect AT&T and Verizon to both acquire the maximum allowable 40 megahertz of spectrum for $12 billion each. This adds roughly a quarter turn of leverage to their balance sheets. That is hardly a stretch and can be paid down by both within six quarters. We expect the remaining 20 megahertz to be acquired by T-Mobile and other spectrum investors. Verizon's pivot back to midband might not be done. Verizon's recent spectrum history is well known. It claims that it walked away from the FCC's AWS 3 auction of midband spectrum in 2015. That's the auction which DISH affiliates drove prices higher. For Verizon, walking away means it still spent $10.4 billion. That equates to $2.92 per megahertz pop for just 20 megahertz of incremental spectrum depth in 60% of the population. Then came the pivot to millimeter wave. Rather than just buying DISH, Verizon pivoted to Millimeter Wave under the leadership of CEO Lowell McAdam, CFO Fran Chamo, and CTO Roger Granani. It spent $5.8 billion on Millimeter Wave Spectrum through acquisitions and FCC auctions. But Millimeter Wave Spectrum did not live up to the promises of these executives. That miscue effectively reversed a multi-decade narrative of Verizon as network leaders. Hans Vestberg then made a major pivot back to Midman, although he continues to maintain the millimeter wave narrative of his predecessor. He increased Verizon's sub-6 gigahertz spectrum depth by three and a half times in less than three years, spending $55 billion at auctions and in committee clearing costs to achieve that goal. Spending was also reduced at Crown Castle and DICOM, providing additional indicators of the pivot away from millimeter wave. Vesberg's actions speak louder than his words. Why stop there? Verizon has many incentives to buy its maximum allowable spectrum in this upcoming auction. Here's our list. Closes the spectrum gap with T-Mobile. Only adds a quarter turn of leverage, which can be repaid in six quarters. Keeps cheap spectrum out of the hands of its competitors. Usable before much of its C-band spectrum. The $10 billion that Verizon spent in the AWS 3 auction was for 20 megahertz of spectrum depth in 60% of the country. This auction offers 40 megahertz over more areas for close to the same price. $12 billion of Verizon winning bids. Back to some basic math. We think Verizon buys 40 megahertz of depth, the max allowable in this auction. At a dollar per megahertz pop, that equates to $12.3 billion for a nationwide spectrum position. Verizon doesn't need 40 megahertz in all markets, so they might end up spending more per megahertz pop in the population-dense markets and zero in rural markets. In the C-band auction, the national average was $1.10 per megahertz pop, but in the top 50 markets, it was $1.44. We believe their budget for this auction is well above $12 billion if bidding dynamics take it higher. Still room for legato. We think Verizon's balance sheet, or EBITDA margins if a lease, could stomach an additional $15 billion purchase of legato uplink spectrum, regardless of what price is ultimately negotiated. We believe supplemental uplink can notably improve and hasten Verizon's C-band deployments. It could also reduce the number of cell sites and hence the cost to build C-band spectrum.
The Department of Defense is coming under more scrutiny on the roadblocks it has erected for that spectrum's use. A new amendment in the upcoming National Defense Authorization Act could force DOD to come clean on what is going on in this ban and force a resolution. AT&T's spectrum depth trails T-Mobile by 77 megahertz. AT&T has even more reasons to buy the maximum allowable spectrum in this auction, given its steeper 77 megahertz spectrum deficit to T-Mobile. To be fair, AT&T's superior low-band spectrum depth offers advantages over both competitors. But next week's auction could enable AT&T to cut its overall spectrum deficit to T-Mobile in half. AT&T's recent corporate selling spree might indicate that it would be price-sensitive in this auction. However, we believe the new focus on connectivity means it will be even more willing to flex its balance sheet to acquire more spectrum. We expect AT&T to spend over $12 billion for the max 40 MHz of spectrum depth. That would add 0.3 turns of leverage to AT&T's pro forma balance sheet. We estimate it could pay that down in five quarters. T-Mobile's foreclosure value. T-Mobile's spectrum needs are limited relative to its peers. We believe it could invest in leasing more 600 megahertz spectrum depth, and most importantly, cleaning up the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum band. We estimate that will ultimately cost the company more than $5 billion. Yet, CTO Neville Ray has also often noted that he never met a megahertz of spectrum he didn't like, and undoubtedly would appreciate even more spectrum depth for future applications. T-Mobile is also incentivized to prevent the competition from closing the spectrum gap. That's a very different approach than T-Mobile's legacy challenger identity, when its parents' company restricted capital investment in years of large spectrum purchases. But new T-Mobile is clearly different. Its culture has shifted since closing the Sprint deal. Heckling competing CEOs has evolved into aggressive, brass-knuckles treatment of counterparties. Buying Spectrum for foreclosure value now seems par for the course. We budget up to $6 billion for T-Mobile to spend in this auction. That equates to 20 MHz nationwide at a dollar per MHz pop, for simple math. Realistically, it will likely end up with Spectrum in the top 50 markets at a higher price per MHz pop. That was its game plan in the C-Band auction, where its winning bids were concentrated in the top 50 markets. Other Key Factors DISH will play a role in driving auction prices higher, but we do not expect it to walk away with material winning bids. Spectrum investors, however, could play a role in squeezing T-Mobile out of the remaining 20 MHz of spectrum depth in each market. Wireless operators are capped at owning 40 MHz of this spectrum for four years. That means that after the clock expires, investors can sell spectrum bought at auction. Interestingly, that might make this additional spectrum depth available to wireless operators on roughly the same timeline as some C-band spectrum. Implications for tower companies. Tower amendment activity in upcoming years will primarily be driven by C-band's need for massive MIMO antennas. The new spectrum could accelerate the timing of those amendments or new master lease agreements. For example, AMT likely has 10,000-plus sites that Verizon added since its initial sale leaseback, which would trigger amendments for this new spectrum and massive MIMO antennas. Since this new spectrum is available earlier than much of C-band, Verizon might want to secure a new master lease agreement in the near term. Alternatively, for SBA, this new spectrum could accelerate the timing of site upgrades that impact SBA's revenue when deployed. Our note also includes a point-by-point auction timeline. The clock phase begins on 
October 5th, ends approximately mid-November. Then there's an assignment phase beginning late November, early December, and that ends probably early January. The winners are probably announced mid-January, and then deposits and final payments are due late January to early uh, February. Uh, And just as a reminder, the 40 megahertz spectrum cap gets lifted in year four. Thanks and have a great week.